Hi and welcome back to the Mandarin Blueprint podcast. In terms of updates, it's one of those weeks again where we've been up to loads, especially with the character expansion. Uh, Phil is busy at work at the moment as we speak on doing that. But in terms of updates that would be relevant to you guys right now, that those of you who follow our content and follow our course will be interested in, not that much really. We're just getting on with it as usual. Now, as for the, today's podcast, the actual content, we've got a ton of stuff. And like, I, I don't want to really waste much time talking about anything else because we've got so many props, so many maker movies this uh, at the moment. The content, the user-generated content, the comments from you guys just keeps increasing and it's really good to see. I know I say that a lot, but it is. What can I say? It's what keeps us getting out of bed in the morning. Oh, actually, I always do this, don't I? I have got a good update for you guys. Um, I want to give another shout out to Eja, who has not only finished all of the EPUB. So this is a, uh, for those of you who don't know Eja, she's a client on our course and she's trained to be a doctor. She's in medical school right now. She's a coder, uh, a mother of two, I believe, maybe three. <laughs> and she managed to find the time. This is how much she loves our course, right? She found the time to go through all of our EPUBs. I should rewind a little bit. We have EPUBs for all of our content that is our longer form content, conversations, dialogues, where it's paragraphs or whole stories that we've written or edited so that you can read. And we put them in EPUBs with the native male and female audio at two different speeds there for you. You know, that's we thought that was a great addition to the course, no extra cost, we didn't raise the price or anything. We thought, okay, we'll give everyone a treat, add that in. Eja, without talking to us first or anything like that, she just went and wrote some code for these EPUBs so that we can actually have some live text tracking. So like the whatever the audio is saying, it's being highlighted as they're saying it. And she went and did this for, you know, a few, right? And I I think she did it for about 15 of our EPUBs or something like that. And I said to her, obviously, thank you very much. This is amazing. We're going to go and hire someone um, to do this. Could you, you know, could you tell us how you did this, right? And uh, she went and she, she did the entire course, like all of the EPUBs on the entire course. She went and did them. I don't know how much time she spent. I imagine it was not an easy task. It wasn't a short task, right? So now all of the EPUBs, um, by the time this comes out, this podcast, all of the EPUBs will be updated. And rather than me explain how it works, just go and go to any uh, lesson where it's a new conversation unlocked or a new opinion unlocked or in phase four, or a new short story, or a new full story in phase five. Go to any of these lessons, download the EPUB in the sidebar, and uh, click the little speaker symbol, depending on what EPUB uh, program you have. I don't know what it's gonna look like for you exactly, but for me, I have Apple iBooks, and I just I see a little uh, speaker that looks like a volume control. You just click on that and say, start reading. And you click start reading, and the audio plays. And not just that, wherever you click, in the actual uh, ebook, it will go to there and it will start from there. So you can just keep listening to a specific phrase or a one sentence over and over again. It's a fantastic addition to the course. And thank you very much again, Ija. We granted her lifetime access for, for going to all that trouble, um, but it's still not enough. I'm sure that, um, uh, you know, it's just, thank you very much. This is great. And 
you guys, pl please go and check it out. You will love them. They're very, very helpful. Uh, right, so let's jump in as we usually do into props. So again, for those of you who aren't on our course or just sort of stumbled across this podcast, this all might sound a little bit strange. Well, props, actors, sets, these are all aspects of our patent pending uh, mnemonic visualization system called the hands and movie method where we teach you how to learn any Chinese character by creating your own mini movies in your head made up of people, places and objects from your own personal life that you choose. And it works. And I think it works better than any other method that exists for learning characters. Um, and we get, we've got an ever growing fan base an ever growing client base. And because of uh, certain people, they, 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 they comment so much. I think that encourages people more and more uh, people that wouldn't normally comment to do so and of course we we every comment we get that is related to the course we try our best to read it out on the actual podcast weekly um, so we're just going to go through some of the cool stuff that some of our really cool clients have come up with this week so first we've got William Edmides he's given us a bunch of content this week I won't keep reading his name I'll just <laughs> I'll just read it out what he's got so Props are the objects. Please, in the show notes, if you don't understand anything I'm talking about, you can click on links that explain every aspect of what we're talking about step by step. So first, pick a prop for Yao, which um, it is Yao, I believe it's the first time. It's not a very common character, sorry. I'm a bit rusty on that. Um, but it means death, I believe. Um, and he's chosen Francis M, a talented Filipino rapper who left this world too early super obscure but imagine if you're another person that knows who francis m is you're gonna be like yes it's the perfect prop uh pick a prop for lee which means sort of uh standing or to stand up uh to stand to me it looks like a birthday cake so he's gone for the what it looks like as opposed to the meaning um the cake is a, oh okay I'm, I'm going with the classic the cake is a lie cake from the game portal i played that Do you know what it's a fantastic game i just can't remember so long ago um another thing as well like if you do play computer games that's a way of uh there's two ways actually that i've found uh, obviously I, I don't play them as much as i used to but like there's two ways i've found where you can actually sort of play computer games or play them even more and feel good about it not feel guilty you're wasting your time especially when you get over 30 like this guy one way is to play them in chinese Make sure you read everything as well, or at least try to. Everything you must read. And if you get Chinese audio as well, that's that's very rare, but um, you can do it with a lot of PC games that are popular in China, like uh, Diablo, stuff like that. Anyway, you get it in Chinese. And what was the other one? Oh, that's another reason why I was going to say. What, uh, play, play in Chinese? Oh, I forgot the other reason now. Ah, oh, I can't remember. Anyway, that's 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 good enough, right? So to play them in Chinese, it's a way of studying. That's what you can say to your other half or whoever might be judging you or yourself. Um, good. So we've got the next one is uh oh, okay. There's another pos. Oh, give another possibility for Li, which is it looks like one of those old British lampposts. Hey, it looks like that. Fantastic. Oh, I know what you mean actually. Yeah, the ones with like, the lanterns on. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, pick a prop for in, which means sound. 
which will be very close to this um, character in the sequence, the Lee character in the sequence, because it has it inside it. It's got sort of stand on a uh, sun. It's chosen the musical instrument of choice could, should be fine. It could also be a school bell or an air horn. Anytime you can get multiple senses going in these scenes. So if you choose objects that make very distinct sounds, that's very good. It's a good choice. Pick a prop for xue, uh, as in hole. Dong xue. Oh, sorry, second tone. My, okay, I need to need to start studying these characters more, apparently. Um, a jackhammer. Well, a jackhammer makes a hole, doesn't it? Fantastic. So another one here is for tin, which means to, well, it means a couple of things, very different. I guess they're sort of related. But uh, tin by itself, it's got the meaning of uh, intimate or um, a sort of a close relationship. So um, you can say my Timmy is like a between friends or well it could be anyone really could be relatives. Uh, we have a very we're very close we have a very close relationship. Tinti uh, is um, uh, relatives, and tin as a verb means to kiss. So tin what you know that's quite nice. So now William's gone with a bonsai tree, and I can only assume that he's done that because tin means very close relationship people you care about. And you need to take care of bonsai trees incredibly well for them to grow, as far as I understand. So that seems to be a good enough uh, sort of um, connection there. Good enough for me. Uh, Mel has gone for for pick a prop, zhi or zhi. As, as a third tone, it means only. Zhi, as a first tone, it means a measured word for small dogs or small, small animals in general. And Mel's gone for something based on the appearance. It says it looks like Earth zooming through space. And this is this is a very rare and very clever connection where you connect both the appearance and the meaning. It's very cool. Only only one of our system's eight planets to call home. Eight, you, see, you even put eight in there. Eight's actually sort of the uh, bottom component there. That's very clever. Very good. So there's three connections to one prop. Um, if that was like a, sort of just sometimes it just comes to you stuff like that, uh, which is really fortuitous. But think about that. Mel's going to help out people in the future. Because I wouldn't encourage people to sit there and try and think of something that smart for every prop because it, it would it wouldn't be worth it in the long term, you know. But if it just comes to you or you read someone else's comment, that's why these comments are so, so useful. Like someone can read that and be like, yes, thank you so much. Next. And it speeds their process up, you know. So thanks for taking the time to share that one. Uh, pick a prop for show, which means head. Well, it means like head as in the leader of a, a group, right? The, the Yeah, the head of a committee or something like that. And Connor Griffith has gone for any of the heads in jars from Futurama or the head of my actor in a jar. That's a good one. Yes. Although it might get confusing, but you have to imagine it very clearly. But yes, I'd go for Richard Nixon there. Richard Nixon was hilarious as the head, one of the heads in Futurama. Natalia Berezina. She's been commenting a lot recently. Thank you very much. Pick a prop for Tiang. Which, um, oh, sorry, what am I talking about? Sorry, sui, sui, as in like, uh, although, sui ran, sorry, um, sorry, I just, before this podcast, we just, I've just recorded a very, I did like a three hour recording session. Um, we're doing a, a brand new sales video 
for the for the Mandarin blueprint method. So I'm kind of like <laughs> kind of I should probably rest, but I'm not going to. I'm going to power through. Uh, pick a prop for Sui. Uh, this is very cool as well. Frogs eat insects, so I went with the frog. Why? Well, because if the, you look at the character, it's made up of mouth at the top and bug, chong, which represents bug. So eating a bug, yeah, frog eats insects. That's very cool, very nice idea. Uh, Connor Griffith on pick a prop for qi, which uh, I believe we've given the definition of uh, other or that thing. Um, I'm using the monster from the thing which is terrifying. <laughs> there's, there's a lot you can do with that as well, actually. Very nice idea. Very nice idea. Um, William again on pick a prop for uh, Nai. So this is a incredibly, uh, well, I wouldn't say incredibly rare, but it's very rare uh, as used on its own. Uh, it's using only one or two words that I, in any sort of level of commonness, high, high level frequency, um, but it's a very important prop. It's used in like niu nai, for example, or nai nai, uh, so milk or um, uh, grandmother. He says, since nai, and you'll have to check the show notes for this, but this is a very interesting one because it actually does look, it's very quite a good insight on this one. Since nai kind of looks like dao, like knife, but with a kink in it, which it absolutely does, I'm going to, with Cloud Strife's iconic sword from Final Fantasy. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, uh, that was a giant blade with a couple of holes at the base. Well done, lovely. Uh, another one, this is Chad Wrestler's uh, choice for the prop for head, you know, the future arm one that Connor chose earlier. He's gone with Red Skull, the head of Hydra in Captain America. You know, as I, as I, go, I, I don't usually say this because often I get like references that I don't get, but... I just have to say, I've, I've watched way too many films and TV shows in my life and computer games as well. My word. My wasted youth wasn't so wasted after all. I get all these, I get, I'm getting all these references today. Uh, William Edmini's on pick a prop for shi, meaning like corpse. Uh, oh, okay, well, he's gone with an axe. Why not? I mean, it means corpse, right? That's how it's used, like shirti. But... Um, it looks like an axe, so yeah, why not? Go with an axe. Um, pick a prop for qi, meaning number seven. Giant pair of fuzzy dice. Lucky number seven, that's why we suggest the dice. Um, like the ones you hang from a rearview mirror. Mm. Actually, that was actually mine, I believe, when I did the method, yeah. Big fuzzy dice, big pink fuzzy dice. Um, pick a prop for hu, uh, which sort of, well, it means a door, doorway, um, or window, sorry. Uh, bank teller window reminds me of the days I used to play RuneScape. Endless hours spent at the bank, depositing random stuff I accumulated on my adventures. Ha ha. Easy to imagine a real life version of one of those bankers. And, and uh, looks like William is similar to me. Our wasted youth, William. It's not so wasted anymore, is it? Ha ha. <laughs> Chad Wrestler on pick a prop, meaning straight. Uh, the oversized pen that requires two hands from the movie Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers. Well, I guess because a pen is just incredibly straight, right? And there's actually uh, there's actually a word in Chinese, bi zhi, 
which means as straight as a pen. Just means incredibly straight. Uh, pick a prop for Tian. So this one means uh, to owe someone. And William has said the Godfather. Fantastic. I can imagine a lot of people owe him favors because of his office they can't refuse. Fantastic. And next we've got Paul Tomasovic on pick a prop for Sandian Shui, like the water dots on the side. Kind of reminds me of the sprinkler heads that you see on lawns shooting out drops of water. Absolutely. Very good. Uh, William Edmides on pick a prop for uh, Wang, as in death. If someone something, or to perish rather, that's fine, either way. If someone, something is perished, it could also be known to be erased. So I'm going with the lead singer of the Eraser Heads, Eli Buendia. Great, okay, that one, I didn't, I didn't get that one. But good, well done. Excellent. Just a couple of actors this week as well. Uh, actors are people that represent the opinion initials in this mnemonic system. Greg Reed has gone for cast and call for CU, which should be a, a um, uh, how would you say, sorry, it should be a fictional actor. So CU has gone for Captain Underpants. That doesn't sound real. It must be real though. Um, Captain Underpants, Mackay Albert on cast and call for ZU, so ZU. So again, it must be, it's an all sound, so it must be a fictional. He's gone from, he's gone with Zorro from One Piece. Now, I actually had to look this up because I'd never read this in English, but I love One Piece, um, or at least I don't love it. I mean, I like it a lot. It's very good content if you're um, maybe an intermediate level or you're an, an advanced level and you're feeling a bit lazy and or you just want some good spoken Chinese because uh, the Chinese versions of the comics, which you can download from any free comic app, they're everywhere. There's hundreds of volumes and the storylines are simple but entertaining they're funny they're short term like every single little book has its own mini storyline then there's like a series of uh books that will focus on being in one particular place or dealing with one particular problem and then there's of course the overarching long-term storyline of you know him trying to be the best pirate or whatever it's cool you know it engages you and you're always i very i've I very rarely come across a character I don't know, um, and I don't. I know. I know. You know, three thousand, three and a half thousand characters, um, and whenever I come across a word I've never seen, it's almost always a really cool, um, common spoken phrase that I've never heard, but I'm sure is useful. You know, or uh, it's very rarely formal. They do have that too, but. It's mainly just really useful spoken stuff. So, uh, Mackay, uh, looks like you're a bit of a fan of One Piece. So you've got a lot to look forward to because you you it won't be too long before you'll be able to start checking out these One Piece comics, you know, and check them out already. Uh, have them there on your smartphone, ready to open for when your your level is high enough to consume them. <clears throat> so next, let's move on to movies, and we've got quite a few. I think we have 11 different movies today, or at least ideas. So let's power through them. So we've got the first one from Greg Reed. This is just two words, but it says it all. And this is a great idea. Just give the keyword connection. So make a movie for ma, which means basically it's like a question mark for yes or no questions. 
um, uh, you know, um, 你是英国人吗? Are you English? You know, it's just a simple yes or no question. Greg has gone for polygraph test, a lie detector test. Isn't that great? That's so simple, yet so effective. And I'm sure lots of people are going to use that one. Really good. Just two words. You don't need to necessarily explain the entire story if you don't want to, that you came up with. But just that concept is going to help a lot of people. Um, Chad Wrestler, make a movie for Jian, which means to see. Uh, the props are the Eye of Sauron. Yeah, actually, do you know what? This is... We recently changed this. I recently changed this. I was going through all the characters, just making some tweaks and stuff. And we actually chose the top bit to be more the eyeball, which is okay. You will be fine, right, if you do that. Don't worry. It's not going to cause you massive problems or anything. But um, when we first made the course, that's what we decided on. But I've changed it to a cardboard box. You know, this, this one that's in like a two. Uh, it's usually sideways like that, like a sort of C, like a letter C. But you can just choose the cardboard box, but make sure it's facing downwards. Anyway, uh, I have Sauron and human legs. I'm visiting with my dad and stepmom in the backyard of my grandma's house. The eye of Sauron is looming in the distance and has its eye fixed on our house. Suddenly, there's a large gust of wind and my stepmom Janice is pulled into the eye of Sauron and all we can see are her legs all distorted sticking out from below the eye. And then the sky becomes black as night, the light disappears, and then Mike Wazowski, he's the eyeball guy, I guess. <laughs> Is he? Mike Wazowski. Huh. Descends from the sky shouting, Did you see that transformation? So you've gone for so Mike Wazowski and the Eye of Sauron, so they're both sort of represent. I don't really get that bit, but overall, fantastic. Yep. Um, also, uh, got sort of a couple of, um, uh, Chad is, is, is quite an, uh, aural learner. So he, he, he can rely on audio quite strongly. I'm not right. I, people saying stuff in my scenes does nothing for me. I, I, I forget it immediately. Even songs. I'm not very musical. Um, even songs don't help that much, you know? Um, but this obviously works for Chad. If it doesn't work for you, try and make a more visual connection to uh, the meaning. Ija and Rahi, our star student, uh, one of our star students, I should say, on make a movie for who? Hulk. <laughs> Hulk in my bathroom. This scene has a double entendre of making a deposit. Nice. Well done, Ija. Always good for the puns and the double entendres. Uh, William Edmedes on Make a Movie for E, which means me <coughs> meaning. Uh, Yoko Ono, so that's the YI. Uh, childhood bathroom, giant stereo speaker, that's the in part, and heart at the bottom. So let's see what he does. Yoko is standing, oh yeah, so obviously this is one of his, with an abstract meaning, right? Meaning is abstract. Yoko is standing in the bathroom with a heart still beating in her hand. She places it on the ground, picks up a nearby speaker, and slams it onto the heart, causing the number 42 to be splattered in blood all over the walls. She suddenly realizes the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. I love the concept. A lot of people would have problems with this one, though, because 
or possibly have problems. I always say possibly, maybe, I don't know. But having digits or letters is exactly the opposite of what we're going for, right? Because your brain is very bad at remembering individual digits. That's why we don't have the number 10 to represent number 10 in Chinese. We don't have the number nine to represent number nine or number six to represent number six. We don't do that because our brains, for some reason, well, we know why, because we never had a reading. We, we, we didn't start reading until a fraction of our existence ago. So our brains aren't built for it. Um, so overall, I would, I would, you know, it's a great, it is a really entertaining context. I know what you're going for, you know, the, 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 what is it? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is great. But I just think the number 42 in three months, you might be like, hmm. Unless there's other references to the Hitchhiker's Galaxy there. Like maybe you had Stephen Fry um, sort of narrating the whole story, perhaps. Or Martin Freeman, whatever. I don't know the, the, the newer movie version, sorry. I realise that actual fans of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy will do not appreciate the recent movie. Um, but anyway, you get the idea. Try and stay away from actual numbers and actual letters if you can. Uh, Ija, make a movie for Swar. Uh, keyword is all, as in Swayo. Um, it's actually really hard to find a keyword for this one, um, but that's the one we chose. Uh, actor is SpongeBob. <laughs> Good. Su. And uh, my other house is the set. Props are a bank teller window. That's the Hu part. Food scale. That's the Jin part. Yeah, jin is half a kilo in Chinese, so we, we recommended a scale for that. So, oh, we've got a backstory. Okay. For Su, as in to accuse, uh, SpongeBob was accused of altering the recipe of the Krabby Patty. I remember this story. And he had to hold a rally to prove his innocence with a megaphone. Yes, a food scale to measure all the ingredients perfectly and a drop of secret formula from Krusty Krab. For Swar, so it's going to be related to this, I guess, SpongeBob was feeling dejected. He had given his all, and still the citizens of Bikini Bottom didn't believe him. He carried his food scale and walked up to a bank teller in my bedroom and said that he wanted to pawn off all his equipment. The bank teller asked, all of these? So I guess with some body language and gestures to show the idea of all. SpongeBob nodded, and he went on with his life spectacularly churning out glorious amount of <laughs> glorious amount of internet memes for a living one of the best memes as well uh <laughs> great one uh Ija. william edmini's for make a movie for jan jan sorry uh which means to stand it could also mean um um a, a, like a station like a stop a bus stop or a train station um uh, actor, my, my cousin Jake, um, bathroom of my auntie Anne's house, famous portal cake, which she recommended earlier, and a giant liquid soap dispenser for Jan. Liquid soap dispenser. Don't get that reference, but you do. Uh, it's open mic night in the bathroom of my aunt Anne's house, and my cousin Jake decides to take the stage. He grabs a giant soap dispenser off the sink and very Seinfeldly says, Soap, huh? Soap's pretty weird, right? But unlike Seinfeld, before he could finish, he got booed off the stage with a cake being thrown at him. 
<laughs> oh, sta- oh, she's going off the, the idea of stand up. He's standing up trying to be trying to be funny. I should do that in a Seinfeld voice, but I'm not going to. Uh, great. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So, huh? So it's pretty weird, right? All right, good. Um, Zach Morgan on make a movie for she. I like. Oh, okay. So he's. Uh, this is what I like to see. Someone's just like saying thank you to another user for your awesome story. Um, <laughs> he says. Uh, he's responding to this story. I'll just quickly say this. So, so she means uh, breath, and it's um, it's made up of zi, which means self at the top, which we said to choose your nose, which is actually what it uh, used to be, um, and heart uh, below that. And, he's, and the story originally was, I have my actress outside the entrance of my null final, and her nose grows to a giant size, so much so she can't breathe. And then she falls to the ground, grabs her chest, and I have to perform a CPR to revive her and get her health back. My prop for Xin is a heart, but I haven't used a literal external heart in this scene. Do you think that will confuse my brain in the future? And I believe, if that was me answering that now, I would have said, yes. <laughs> yeah, use the real heart, just put it on top of her. Just do that. Anyway, Zach Morgan's commented on this and said, I like your scene, and I also have an external heart as my prop. What if, as you are doing CPR, ah, a heart comes shooting out of your actor's giant nose, allowing her to breathe again? Kind of gross, but maybe that will help you to remember the component. Hope this is helpful. Yeah, I love seeing that as well. So it's not just to say thank you. It's also, um, it's also to improve the stories. Zach's got his own story here. Uh, I have my actress for this is for make a movie for Z, as in. Uh, this is, uh, means uh, self. Uh, I have my actress in the living room of my childhood home. She is trying to cast a fishing line across the room into a cardboard box uh, that is laying on its side. That's what the two props are for this, a fish hook and a cardboard box. As she swings the rod backwards, she catches the hook on herself. And when she tries to cast the line, she pulls herself over forward into the box. Fantastic. Simple, that's my, that's my sort of favorite. I don't know about Phil, but my favorite stories, well, it's hard to say. I do like the ones with puns in them, but my favorite stories are the ones that are just so simple. The simpler, the better. As long as they, you know, they go by all the guidelines we lay out and stuff. Not too simple, so it's, nothing happens, but that's just, that's, I think, um, the brevity is, is what you want to go for. Really good. Um, make a movie for N which we've sort of chosen, again, it's hard, but we've chosen the uh, the keyword just to be, what's the answer? Because you sort of put that at the end of questions, like, no. Um, and it has that tone to it. Um, so we've got Rolling Stone's mouth, the mouth, axe, which he chose earlier, and a pair of fuzzy dice, which he also chose earlier. So let's see what he does. So it's three components, three props. Rolling Stone's mouth and Nicolas Cage, he'll be the actor for this, on the roof, because it's a fifth tone, of my E set. Nick is doing a bunch of crazy faces, as usual, like you see in the memes, uh, while menacingly clutching an axe in one hand and the dice in the other. Join me or the dice gets it, he says. The mouth is crying hysterically because it doesn't want to join the dark side, but also it wants to keep its precious dice out of harm's reach. Hurry up, Nick says again. What's the answer? So he's obviously shouting and getting very in there. That's really good. That's very intense, actually. Hilarious and intense. Memorable. Uh, make a movie for 
uh, gan. So we've got a cup of tea. Grandad, yeah, so actors, grandad, set outside my entrance of Aunt Anne's house, cup of tea, that's 20, right? So this is Nian, it's a very rare character, which means 20, and we just said 20, cup of tea, whatever. It doesn't matter, as long as the connection's there. And a razor blade, or something that's related to the number 20 is fine. And a razor blade inside it, right? So, grandad and I were having a nice chat on the front steps of my AN set while he was looking while he was looking, or wasn't looking, I guess, I slipped a razor blade into his tea. Unfazed, he drinks it any, oh no, he did see, and he drinks it anyway. I was surprised that he was still willing, uh, that, sorry, yeah, I forgot to mention, Gan is, is, means willing, that's what it means, a very rare character. Um, I was surprised that he was still willing to drink the tea after what I put in it. When I asked him why, he chuckled and he, and he said, that's what they used to do during the war. Good. And I can imagine, because it's abstract, it's, we like to suggest that you go over the top a little bit with these things, because it's very abstract. Um, yeah, like as he's drinking it, he's like, he's like, saying, like he's making it over the top. He's like, I'm still willing to drink it. I'm still going to drink it. Ready? You watching? Okay, ready? And he's like smiling as he does it, because it's like nothing. Um, just overact a little bit. That's what we like to do. But... Fantastic, really good concept. All right, next one. This one is for make a movie for Hua, Hua, which is, um, sorry, flower. Uh, Optimus Prime, Hua means to transform the bottom component. So transformer, right? Optimus Prime and a rose for the Taldato at the top, the grass or whatever component. Optimus Prime and the Hulk, who, the Hulk, were battling it out outside of my A set when all of a sudden Hulk stops and says, Whoa, 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 why are we fighting? Please accept my apologies. And picks the most beautiful rose from a nearby bush and offers it to Optimus, who promptly blushes and accepts it. Now this one, right, because you, you're using the prop, but the prop is becoming so prominent in the scene that it's also the keyword. That's that's possible, you know. Um, and because the, the character is so common, you're going to be seeing it a lot. I don't think that's a big issue. I mean, I personally might, just as an insurance, I might just um, I'd take this single rose and I would maybe put it, as sort of like the main part of an arrangement of, ro of other flowers that are not roses and give to Optimus. Or I put it in his thing and he grows flowers all over him, you know, as you know, just something that's separating the prop and the keyword. Like, so they're two separate things, but I'm just being picky. But yeah, that's uh, excellent, really good, nice and simple. That's what I like. Uh, the last movie of this week is Chad for make a movie for straight. Now we already saw his prop for straight, which was a pen. Maybe this is connected. Um, so we've got, yeah, so this is made of three components, which is razor blade uh, for the bottom, the eye of Sauron, which is the eyeball, mu, and then cross, which is number 10 in Chinese. At the top, so let's see what he does. I am with my brother-in-law in the kitchen of my childhood home, where the eye of Sauron now stands. My brother-in-law was recently converted to Christianity 
and is railing against the demonic eye. Dressed as a Knights Templar, he rushes up to the Eye of Sauron, slicing through the bottom or stabbing it through the middle with a Christian cross. That'll do it. The entire time he's doing this, he's shouting the last part of Isaiah 43. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. That's so cool. Scripture in your, um, in your scenes. That's really awesome. And that just goes to show whatever you're passionate about, whatever you believe in, uh, you, uh, you're part of a certain religion, you, I don't know, you, you have a certain hobby, you can, not to equate religion with hobby, you know, but you know what I mean, um, you can take your personal life and make it a part of your scenes, which you create every day. It's really fun, right? So and that's the last one for this week. So thank you guys for that. It's really good movies this week. Uh, let's move on to just some bits and pieces that we can't really categorize. We just put in the miscellaneous section. Okay, so let's see what we got. Okay, so the first sort of miscellaneous thing that we have this week is from Kenneth Morgan. Uh, make a movie for Shah, meaning above or on top of. Uh, and he says a very understandable uh, comment here. He says, I'm a bit confused here. In the divination character, that's sort of the, the thing that looks like a lowercase t at the top. The drop was a downward sloping line. And um, we'll have an image up here showing you the two different characters. So um, a downward sloping line. Here we have a horizontal line and it's written differently as well, um, which seems to make it a completely different character since that particular line is more like a razor blade. Absolutely. When we use the magic wand prop, is it always a horizontal line or can it be a downward sloping line? And the answer to this one, is there is the same exact component it's just written differently it's kind of like how um when some uh components are sort of squished to the left or squished to the right they slightly change and sometimes depending on how much they change we make them a completely separate prop so for example gen uh meaning person sort of looks like an umbrella or the top of an umbrella. When it's to the left of a character, it looks completely different, or at least it looks different enough for us to say, okay, we'll give that a separate prop. You know, it does, it's not even recognizably the same thing. Whereas this one was kind of, to be honest with you, it's kind of on the border because it is actually, it looks very similar, but they're, they're written with a different stroke and stroke order. But, no, sorry, they're written with the same stroke order, but the second stroke is different. And so we were kind of like, mm, I still don't want to create extra work for you guys unnecessarily. Um, so we just made it the same prop. But yes, the answer is they're the same prop. They're written slightly differently in certain situations, but it's never been an issue uh, trying to remember because it's, it's almost identically the same, right? So sorry that confused you. Um, get in touch. If you think that we should make that a separate prop, um, let us know. You know, We're always open to changing little aspe aspects of the course and even bigger aspects of the course um, <clears throat> if we get enough push from you guys to do it. So sorry about that, Kenneth. Um, but you get used to it really quick. Oh, this is a good question. So Sydney Green on New Vocabulary Unlocked. Fashion, meaning to occur or to happen. Why has the position of the L character changed in these two sentences? 
这儿附近发生了什么呢 ？Sorry， 呃，这儿附近发生了什么？发生什么了？发生什么了 ？So basically, we've got the le directly after 发生 and we've got it、uh, directly after 什么 So just one more time, it's 发生了什么 and 发生什么了 And he said, "What's the difference? Why is it in two places?" And you know what, right? I my instincts were like, ah, these are the same, and they were right. My instincts were right, but I had to go and check because this sort of question is like it's very high level, and I wanted to get a not just a native speaker's opinion because, I mean, I have a lot of friends back home who I'd never ask about English. <laughs> Let's put it that way.、Um, uh, but I actually asked. I, I'm very lucky to have two essentially scholars, Chinese scholars. Um, for my、uh, parents-in-law, I actually have、uh, two sets of parents-in-law because、uh, my wife's adopted, and、uh, her adopted parents are incredibly well-read and incredibly smart. Her、um, her mother, her, her foster mother,、uh, has been an editor and an author for well many many years, maybe twenty years or so, and she edits a magazine. That's still her job today. And she knows the language inside out, like modern Chinese. She she could she could like write exams and stuff like that for、uh, Chinese high school students.、Um, and her father, or foster father, is essentially an ancient Chinese scholar. Like he knows just as much as his wife about modern Chinese, but he also knows about ancient Chinese. So I ask both of them, and I can just text them any time. And, <laughs> and I've got these、uh, super smart scholars on the. And he immediately he said, "No difference." But but、um, oh god, I can't remember which which one he said was the most common now. Fashion shamla. I think the second one is the most common that he said, but I can't remember. But it doesn't matter because they're the same. Okay.、Um, but yeah, the, you know, English has that too. I think a lot. Of, I'm. I bet a lot of languages has that have that. Slightly different usage of the word or position of the word, but it's exactly the same meaning. It's all about personal habit. But it's a good question.、Um, <clears throat> Sydney asks a lot of good questions, so you can tell he's going to do well.、Uh, Cora Ashley on problem initial X and simple final I or Y I. This is for C. <laughs> o M G. Thank you. The tongue position makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely. So she's talking about. Putting the tongue behind the back teeth here, to say, "ji chi shi." It says my pronunciation has been the biggest obstacle for me in actually attempting to speak Chinese to someone other than myself <laughs> in the mirror. I'm a new student, but already your course is really helping me gain confidence to actually speak to people in public. Thank you, and that is the magic of pronunciation. If you spend a bit of extra time, not just in the beginning, but throughout your early learning sort of stages, right? Um, it will pay off massively. Shadowing is great for that. Look into shadowing. Just search our blog. We've got loads of stuff on that.、Uh, and one last thing here from Connor Griffith on, I believe it's a conversation that we have in phase four. You 喜欢做什么 This is a good one to end the end the show on today. So my spirits were a bit low today, but after being able to read that. As in, as in the conversation in Chinese, that because Connor Connor Griffith has been smashing the course,、uh, he can actually read the entire thing with little to zero help from English translations or pinyin. 
so you can read that entire story. After being able to read that with relative ease, that injected some energy into my veins. I was even able to get an understanding of it with the native speed. Still a bit too fast, but I've begun to see the light at the end of the tunnel now. These conversations and opinion pieces really keep a person motivated. Ah, it's so good to hear that. Thank you so much. Um, and you know, that's gonna encourage us to make more, you know, cause, um, oh, it's so good to hear that. It really is. Uh, I'm glad it helped. And I don't know if you said your, sp if your spirits were feeling a bit low just in general or because of, you know, Chinese sort of beating you down a little bit. <laughs> but either way, I'm glad that sorted you out and cheered you up a bit. And, you know, guys, uh, if you're on the course and you've sort of been dilly-dallying, you haven't really been, you, you know, you're, you're always, things have come up in your life and you haven't really, you just sort of put it to the side, that's fine. But the sooner you get on it and the sooner you start building habits and working your way through it every day, the sooner you start to have breakthroughs like that. Um, and they do feel great. And you guys are so lucky to be at this stage. I mean, um, the grass is always greener, right? So like when you're a beginner, you're like, oh, I want to be able to speak and read like more novels and stuff. But the real fun part, the really, really fun, well, it's, I wouldn't say the really fun part, but like it's different kind of fun. It's more like um, quick dopamine that you guys get when you're a beginner because you have such so many victories in the early days, uh, especially with this course because it's so good, right? And um you get to you get to watch yourself just smash through. Okay, now I can uh, read and write characters. Now I can read and write words. Now phrases. Now sentences. Now I can read and write entire stories. You know, you get these breakthroughs weeks between each other. It's great. So anyway, keep up with the course. <clears throat> if you're not on the course, but you've listened to this entire podcast, you might as well just go and sign up. You get um, at the moment we have a twenty percent discount, and it's thirty day guarantee on everything. So if you don't like it. Um, you can ask for your money back and we won't ask any questions. You can even send us a nasty email how terrible we are. I don't care. Just try it. It's the best thing out there. Um, and I wouldn't say that and risk, risk looking silly if it wasn't true. So thanks very much, guys, again, for listening. I've had a good time. And thank you for all these awesome comments and questions and just adding stuff to the course constantly. <clears throat> Keep the comments going. Just remember, we don't directly answer comments on the platform. We only directly answer emails. So if you want to email us to get a direct answer quickly, uh, contact at mandarinblueprint.com. And I will speak to you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. See you soon.